Today's episode of InVibe Life Conversations podcast is sponsored by Anchor. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will then distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything that you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to the In Vibe Live podcast with Amy Parker and Cheryl Dunn. By tuning in, you are joining a community that will inspire you to increase balance, wellness, and joy in your life. We'll offer expert information and insightful conversations to help us all on our journey to live more in vibe. For more information and articles, remember to also check out our website at invibelife.com. That's E-N-V-I-B-E-L-I-F-E.com. And we're grateful that you're here. Hi, I'm Cheryl, and this is Amy. And today we decided to sit down and have a conversation on the topic worthiness. You're probably wondering, what do we mean by that? And how much can you really say about it? But um, it's been tapping us on the shoulder or knocking on the door of our subconscious that it's one that we talk about often with each other. And so we thought it'd be a great topic to bring up to the InVibe community to open the conversation with more people than just us. Yeah, I think it seems um, elusive, but really we have found it show up in so many concrete ways in our lives that I feel like over and over again for a few years now, and then especially the last year as we've been planning to launch InVibe Life, where one of us might be held back by something or having a hard time with something when we would start um, digging down and figuring out what was at the core of it, this this topic, worthiness and true authentic self-worth is what kept coming up. True. As a roadblock for us. As a roadblock for us. Yeah. And then the more we got into it, the more we started realizing Gosh, it, it is just sort of the hub or the nexus that almost everything right. goes back to when you really, really start working or getting to a lot of different ways that it could pop up. Um, this is what was at the core. Yeah, uh, I think through our self-exploration is when yeah. you start to discover that what re- was a big thing was worthiness. When we yeah. started to explore ourselves and our thought processes and, you know, our actions and where they were coming from or, you know, that worthiness was one that kept getting us. It is. And I think one of the difficulties is it's hard to define or it's hard to really figure out what it is. And one of the distinctions that I've made in my mind um, and we've talked about before is there's a difference between self-worth and market worth. And so I think that's the big thing to delineate right now, that true authentic self-worth um, is different than what we in our society and world often think about as worth. And that's that's what I would say is that's what we're calling market worth. Mm -hmm. There, there could be other ways you think about it. And, um, it, you know, shows up of course, in when we get a job or, all sorts of different ways, how many friends we have. And they're, they're great and valuable places for that, but it's just, it's different. It's really, it's really not what we're talking about here. Mm -hmm. And we'll get into, I mean, I think more of the specifics of that in a little while, 
But the key to know is that what we're talking about here is what a lot of people might call self-worth. It's what we've come to call authentic worth. Yes. And it's at the core of everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know, Cheryl, what, what do you think would be most helpful um, to talk about next? Maybe to go into, let's really like talk about some of those things that market worth looks let's, like. Yeah, let's talk about market worth and what it looks like, what it is, and how that fits into worthiness or unworthiness. Or in other words, what authentic worth is not. Correct. So here's one thing. This is the obvious thing. <laughs> How big your bank account is, right. how oh. big your car is, how big your house is, how fancy your clothes are. Mm-hmm. None of that is true, authentic self-worth. No. That's all market worth. That's and all market worth or societal worth or however you want to think about mm-hmm. it. What are some other things that authentic worth is not? Uh, what college your kids go to? What college you went to? What college I went to? What does your resume look like? What does my resume look like? Um, how many friends you diamonds. have? The size of your <laughs> diamonds. How many likes do you have on social media? Oh, I like diamonds. <laughs> right. These things, we're not even saying these are bad things. No, they're not. And, you know, they might be valuable to they, um, they have a value your job on, and, uh-huh. you know, your marketability. They might just be fun for right. you, which is good too. Right. But the thing about all of these things is that they're transient. They're transient. They can come and they can go. And whether they're here or not, you yourself are still worthy. Right. And it's not authentic worth. Authentic worth is that deeper soul connection and that no one can take away from you. Mm -hmm. Uh, No matter what. No matter what. Or here's another one. Lose the car. It's not going away. Here's another one. I think we've fallen into this trap before. And I I mean, I definitely have seen other people too. How busy you are. True. How full your schedule is, Mm -hmm. whether it's your social calendar or your work calendar. Mm -hmm. How much you get done in a day does not determine your worth. No, but I love to check off that to-do list. Right. (laughs) I know. And a lot of people do. I love to do that. for a lot of us out there, we might struggle with weight or body image or things right. like that. How skinny you are, whether you're a size six or not. Doesn't matter. Does not determine your worth. Correct. Yeah. I think one of the places I feel like, um, I think this is a good place to segue into what is yeah. authentic worth. So what are we talking about? Yeah. And I th- and um, one of the things that I think we heard a lot growing up is you know, Jesus loves everybody. And we know that and we've heard it. And I think that Amy and I, you know, we both grew up in very spiritual homes and loving homes and we're always told we were loved no matter what. But I think believing it yourself mm-hmm. is a different than hearing it. And I think that's the process to getting to worthiness and knowing it and feeling it and knowing the difference between you and the voice in your head. Well, and it's maybe I'm jumping ahead here, but, but it's so you can hear something and mentally acknowledge, yes, I know I am worthy because God created me or Allah or the universe or source or whatever whatever your your word for God is, Mm -hmm. or a, a greater power created me. Therefore I'm worthy. But that's so profound. It's not just, yeah, that's true. If you're here, I believe there's a reason you're here. True. If a higher power puts you here, you, you are purpose. worth 
being here. You have a purpose. You have something for your soul to learn by being here and to contribute by being here. And for that reason, in and of itself, you're worthy. And it doesn't matter what your clothing looks like. And it doesn't matter what your hair looks like. And it doesn't matter what your address is. And it doesn't matter any of those things that can come and go or be different for every person. Don't take away or add to your worthiness. It is just inherent. Yes. So I think this is a great place for to segue into one of our favorite quotes and favorite authors is Gary Zukoff. And he says that true authentic power or worthiness is the alignment of your personality with your soul. Right. And that becomes your worthiness when you align those two things. And so sometimes the personality I would define as the voice in your head that maybe is telling you you're unworthy and the soul is the piece of you that is speaking only out of love. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, well, we all sure. have that narrative that runs in our head yes. all the time. And um, sometimes it's hard to differentiate it or quiet it when you need to. But yeah, I think, I think getting down to the core of your worthiness is we've all heard the metaphor of peeling back the layers of an onion. And that's so true. And another um, metaphor I have heard from a spiritual teacher I follow a lot is, um, your spiritual journey here is, is kind of like a spiral and you start on the outside and it just winds in more and more and more. And the more work you do, the closer you get to the center of that spiral. And I think Cheryl and I believe that what's at the center of that spiral is your true authentic self. Mm-hmm. And that true authentic self is where worthiness is or exists. Yes. Yeah, so I, I kind of want to interpret the spiral of what it meant for me. When you very first told me that Mm -hmm. example, it made me think, okay, when I'm on the outside of the spiral and something triggers me, it might take me a long time to get back to, oh, that wasn't about me or Or the middle. You're further away from the middle, from the center. And I think in the center, I put the word love. Yeah. I like that. You know, Mm -hmm. um, and, but some days the more I practice, that spiral and getting back to love with my thoughts and my act, my acts and my intentions, um, then my spiral gets smaller. Like I'm, I'm spiraling in the smaller piece of the spiral versus the bigger piece. But I think some, you know, it changes. Like sometimes it's very easy for me to just spiral in the middle and then I'll go and get too busy and I'll be spiraling on the outside. Yeah. Because it's not linear. I mean, this is not a linear path. And even just because you have worked through something doesn't mean it's not going to come up as an issue again. And maybe the next time you'll learn it more deeply or more thoroughly, or there'll be just some little thing there that you hadn't figured out yet. And sometimes you just need a reminder, (laughs) I think, too. Um, To To listen to the whispers before it screams at you. Right. Well, and that's so often, I think, what comes up or when we really start first getting to what is our true self or true worth for so many of us, and you hear this over and over, it's because some big negative event happens in your life or you go through a period of suffering or pain. And so you start digging a little deeper. And so, you know, like, why does that happen? Why do we so often have the negative things um, come up as our teachers, yes. our lessons. And, and this is where I could go in with the, that pain. 
So several years ago, my brother passed and that's when I started this journey of, first of all, it came through great grief and, um, exploration after it to find deeper meaning in life. And, you know, what's the next step through that pain came this journey of exploring deeper and then discovering that there, the difference in the voice versus the personality mm-hmm. or, or the voice, which is the personality versus the soul mm-hmm. and the true worthiness. Um, I discovered that, but I th- also over these years of discovering all of this, one of the great books that brought me to another path of growth was, um, Gabby Bernstein, Gabby Bernstein's book called judgment detox. Mm -hmm. It made me realize that I was judging myself a lot. And I would even say out loud to people, Oh, I don't judge others, but I am hard on myself. Right. Right. And I truly believe that I was, I was a lot like that. Um, and then I realized, why are you judging yourself Mm -hmm. so much and putting so much pressure for this to be perfect and that to be perfect. And you know, that none of that served me, but I was looking for, I was putting my self-worth in the market value versus right. Right. So that's, that's the path and journey that has brought me here really to imbibe, you know, and I, this is a great time for Amy to tell her story because she has a great one on. Well, it's a little bit different. Um, I'd say I have always been a very spiritual person, always been a seeker. I've always felt like there's something else out there that I'm not getting. And, you know, you mentioned we had, you know, great upbringings and good families. I also will say I have a great family now, a good marriage and a good family, prosperity, a lot of great things, but then there's just always still been something there keeping me unfulfilled, just something gnawing at me. Like there's just something I'm not getting, or there's something missing here. And that, um, internal quest, I guess you'd call it is one of the reasons why I've just always read so much, listened to so much, sought out information for, from Mm -hmm. so many different people and, um, has had me on really a lifelong spiritual journey. I feel like that's just grown and grown and grown. And I did have a big aha moment at one point. And it was, I, this was a f- several years back as new year's resolution for maybe even two or three years in a row, I was on this quest to be more deliberate, or I had decided that I'm just, I'm too out there. I'm too erratic. Well, I need to be more deliberate with my words Mm -hmm. and with my actions. So words and deeds essentially Mm -hmm. be more deliberate. And that was valuable. And I, I made some progress in there. But then as I started getting deeper and deeper and deeper and meditation is a key for me, meditation and prayer, which kind of go hand in hand for me going deep inside myself in meditation, I reached a point and it was a really an aha moment. Like I said, for me that I left thoughts out of that equation Mm -hmm. that I've been saying, I need to be more intentional with my words and with my deeds, which is true, but I'm not being very intentional with my thoughts. They're still out there bombarding me and spiraling. And it's what you do refer to as what is that voice in your head or what is the story that you tell yourself? And when I really got in the middle of that, I realized that that story I was telling myself wasn't very pretty. Mm-hmm. And for me, there was also a lot of self-judgment and also a lot of self-criticism. 
And I had to really face that fact, first of all, because it really always starts with you. Yes. If you're being, if you are, like you said, you weren't being judgmental to others, just yourself. But even, you know, the corollary to that is true. If you're being judgmental of others, if you're being critical of others, if you're being hateful to others, if you are being, you know, someone who dislikes others, it, it probably starts with you. You well, probably are not happy in the core of your being if you're being hateful to totally. other people. I just don't think it's possible. And so I had to look at how that affected others in my life too. I also realized, because of what was going on in myself. Yeah, I also realized that how you were talking back about, um, you know, talking bad about others, being mean to others. Judgment doesn't show up always that way. Judgment can sometimes show up as putting someone on a pedestal. Yeah. Worship of somebody else is also a form of judgment. So that's another piece of that to be, mm-hmm. to watch out for, you know, it, it lets you see that you're looking someone as their outer structure and not as a soul level. Like we need to communicate and connect with each other on a soul level to get past judgment sometimes you know, Mm -hmm. and to get past unworthiness. And that doesn't mean we can't learn from others or be inspired by others. Or, or be inspired, learn from others, think that they're amazing. Right. They're contributing are amazing because that's true, but worshiping and really admiring or wanting to learn from them is different. Yeah. I think, you know? Yeah. And connecting. And so for me, I mean, and here's the other thing, because here's another, you kind of alluded to perfectionism Mm -hmm. earlier. That's another way we have false worthiness um, and competitiveness. Those are two things I know I've dealt with in the past. And then I I just see around me Mm -hmm. a lot, I feel like. And here's the other thing I want to say about perfectionism that came to me when you were talking. If you're searching for perfection, or going towards perfection. And by the way, I think going towards excellence or trying to do a good job Always with things is great. Yes. But perfect doesn't exist. No. And also think about where you're saying you are now. If you're saying you are going for perfectionism, it means that what you're in now is a state of not perfect or not good enough or oh, not worthy yeah. enough. Mm-hmm. And it means you're putting your focus on the negative. And we know that what you focus on is what you bring about. Oh, yeah. Or I like the saying, what you appreciate appreciates. Yeah. I if, like the saying, mm-hmm. what you're looking for, you will find. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. And so when you're, you know, going for that perfectionism or how am I in relation to others, you're, you're really doing more than a single disservice. It's like a double disservice because you're also, first of all, you're never going to get there. So you're probably always going to feel that lack of fulfillment, lack of worthiness, but also you're just putting your focus on the absence of something or the lack of something instead of the fullness of what it it could be. The gratefulness for what is. Yeah, exactly. And finding that attitude or energy of gratefulness will draw more things to you to be grateful for. And so what do we do? I mean, so that's our stories. And, and for me, it was a big aha moment. And then I really did start. um, It's not that that voice doesn't exist, but I now see it for what it is too. Yeah. We we have (laughs) names for our inner voices and we talk about it. 
But I think, you know, a couple things happened then. One, it made me understand if there's some part of me who can look at my thoughts and say, wait a second, that's a little out of control. That part of me that's beyond my thoughts that's your is where I'm getting worth. to the authentic mm-hmm. me, my authentic mm-hmm. self, my authentic worth. Mm-hmm. And that authentic part of myself is an observer of all of these things, of my thoughts and my words and my deeds. And so that's why for me, meditation is such a key tool because that's where I go deep within myself yes. and... um lose track of, I think, the physical world or the outside world a little bit so I can just sit in that yeah, for a while important. and remember it. It's a remembering and a know. Mm-hmm. We all we all know it. Yeah. We all know we're worthy. We I, all know we're God's creatures. I it's interesting. We're recording this during COVID. Yes. Um well right after COVID. After, yeah. The you know, the shutdowns the, are over. The but yeah, yeah. Shutdowns are over, but we're still in the cusp. It's been of, a weird you know, few months. Yeah. yeah. But that was an opportunity that um, the whole world had to slow down and mm-hmm. get into that. Yeah. And I, the next opportunity is to continue to take that with us. Or the lessons. The lessons. What are the lessons? It, you know, find the joy in mm-hmm. that peaceful, that quiet, that slow down and not lose it as we get back to whatever the new normal might be. Right. Mm-hmm. And again, you know, I just, I really want to say one more time. The things that have market worth are not bad things. No, no. Uh-uh. The hangup we get into is when we confuse them. Correct. With what's at the core of our being, that core love, mm-hmm. Christ, self. Yes. That's there yes. Um, underneath all else. And so I talked about meditation. What are some other ways you can start to peel the layers of that onion and get to know your true authentic worth? I think the biggest thing for me was recognizing the separation between the voice in the head and my true soul. That, mm-hmm. that was a big learning curve for me. Now, obviously, I've always had a life of prayer, but right. through this exploration, I realized that sometimes my prayer was just me talking a lot to God and I mm-hmm. needed to stop talking so much and start listening. Yes. And the listening yeah. is the sitting still. Mm-hmm. And that where is where I have realized that, you know, through that, that sitting and listening to me is meditation, mm-hmm. which it takes slowing down and having the time to do that. And sometimes I'll even s- go into autopilot with my prayers and then be like, whoa, 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 slow down, take a few deep breaths, be intentional with what. I'm saying mm-hmm. to God here, take the time to feel his presence and take the time to stop and listen to what comes from him. Um, sometimes a good tool for me for that too is journaling. Journaling. As I start writing and just throw things on paper and you might be surprised what comes out. Yes. Uh, it might be one of those aha moments for you, but we also, I mean, we're doing podcasts, no joke, because we both listen to so many. Yes, you wouldn't believe we it. Love we it. love them so much. Yeah. We both read a lot, yes. uh, listen to anyone yeah, out there any, we can think of. That yeah. goes back with the intentions. I'm very intentional with what I listen to, mm-hmm. what I watch on TV, uh, who my friends are, because that is where I find um, growth, spiritual growth mm-hmm. and happiness in. Also, I think one of the things you talk about journaling, I like mantras, uh-huh. you know, a, a sentence or a word or some I am statements 
that I'll say over and over in my head, maybe while I'm running or while I am, you know, exercising, that I use these as flow methods through the pace of whatever it is I'm doing. And then when I come out of the run or the exercises that I'm going through or the bike ride, sometimes I'll even do it with that. Mm -hmm. Then I'm at a peaceful place and Mm -hmm. I truly then know that whatever mantra I've chosen, that I am statement is real and authentic. And it's not just something I, you know, the first time I tried this whole, Uh I am, blah, 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 blah. I was like, I don't believe that. (laughs) (laughs) If you say it enough times, eventually you're like, oh yeah, I am love. Well, and so here's the next phase. So the first thing is starting to realize I am love. Love is the core of my being. I am worthy. I'm an authentic soul. All is well. well. Um, The is really believing it and receiving it. And so kind of going through the process of learning these things Mm -hmm. is phase one in a way, recognizing and then learning. But then I think another key lesson for me has been allowing that to flood over me. And that's, you talk about being in the flow. It will just flood over you. And then it gets you in a certain mindset and receive that self love. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's key. Mm -hmm. It's powerful when you feel it. Yeah. You want it to, again, not just be in your mind, but flow through into your heart, into your soul, into the core of your being. And, and to me, it's just like this deep knowing that exists. And then, you know, when that starts to happen, I, I, I don't know there, you know, what is the goal here? I guess is what I'm trying to say. And for me, when I said I felt so often in my life that I was held back from things and I couldn't figure out why, like, I know grief prompted you right. into this, um, deep journey. For yeah. me, some of it was just frustration with myself because I'd had a lot of different goals mm-hmm. or things I would think I'm going to start maybe this new business mm-hmm. or this new path and something would hold me back. Mm-hmm. And I had to really get down to the layers to realize it was myself holding me back out of a sense of unworthiness. Yeah, it's amazing. It's and nice. so those things, when I started working through them, I started slowly moving towards a place where I started feeling more freedom. And I think, um, as you started moving to your freedom, this is where we kind of grew together. It definitely mm-hmm. it birthed in vibe. And we were just at this place at the same, I mean, it, God, God, it was yeah, meant to be, we were to put be. together at a certain time. And then you also, you have a great quote about freedom. Well, it's my own. <laughs> yeah, I, that's what I said. You have a great quote about it. But I, I think the well. way I think of it now, or, and this honestly is something that did come through to me as another aha during or immediately following a meditation. By the way, when you're meditating, if you don't get some big thing at that moment, don't okay. worry about it. Maybe it'll be three days later. You'll yeah. be out gardening and it'll yeah. just hit you, which is this is kind of how this happened to me. And it's that word about like, what is the goal for me? And it's feeling freedom to go do those things I want to do. But here's the key. I first had to get freedom from those limiting beliefs in order to kind of cross a bridge Mm. to start feeling freedom to do these things I felt would fulfill me and help me achieve my purpose and kind of move to the next phases and stages of my life. Mm. And that was, that was a really, um, big moment for me too, at recognizing and having to take 
accountability for I'm the one holding myself back. Mm -hmm. Even if I try to blame other people or circumstances or whatever, it's really me. And what do I have to do to get through that? And I think that's so powerful. It needs to be said again. It is freedom from to freedom to. And I love the, you know, the picture of the bridge because I feel that that is the, you want to pass that bridge when you discover what your worthiness is. Right. You know, when you discover that, then and that's the process. And that's the process. Oh, that's the process. And I mean, really, Each that that freedom that from is a big moment in itself. Yes. That's that big aha where we said, I'm not that voice in my head. Yes. I'm not that thing that's telling me I'm not good enough, good enough. or tall enough, short I'm, enough. I'm going to be criticized right. for doing this. What are people right. going to say? What are people going to think? Right. All of those sorts of things were a voice in my head. And and this is a process too. And we still go back. It, it's oh. a spiral. We still have, we haven't, we realize these things and we're still just wrought with uncertainty well, all the time. The beauty of this friendship is yeah. that I can see it when it is not her authentic self. And yeah. It's the voice and I'll call it on her. Yeah. And she sees it in me and we'll call it on. And we don't even have to like, say it to each other but almost you, a look now just, like really yeah and it just, yeah it, it's it's great and that's really the birth of invite too is this friendship and this growth and um everything that we're learning along the way and how it just has inspired us so much to share this with others in hopes that we can really build a community here of people that continue to grow with us yeah and i mean as proud of we are of in vibe life and we have fun by the way when we sat down today to do this exact podcast it's so important to us that we were both a little nervous Uh but we were both we were both thinking this is so much fun we also just can't wait to To do do it it every Mm -hmm. time and so that's a big part of it um for us but you know we um feel like having someone to talk to about this has been so beneficial to us that we want to share that with others. Mm-hmm. And the one message, if, if there's one thing you hear in this whole podcast today, you are worthy. If you're doubting it, we're not. Right. I don't care who you are. And if you, if you start to feel that unworthiness or hear that voice, step back and observe it. That's mm-hmm. the first step. Yeah. Observe that it's not you. It's just this random voice in your head. So I think that's yeah. a big one, you know, but exactly. this is great. I hope you guys enjoyed our conversation today on worthiness. And I hope you got some pieces that can really help you on your journey of finding your true authentic worth and um, start to recognize yeah. maybe when it's not your authentic worth popping up in your daily life. And, uh, you know, like subscribe to our podcast, our YouTube channel, go to our website at invibelife.com. Yeah. Let's start a community so we can have a conversation with a bigger audience here and, um, even help us start to learn things that we might be able to do to help you realize your true authentic worth because we want you to definitely because here's the thing the more worthy you feel the more you want to uplift other people too you don't want to pull them down no definitely well thanks for tuning in we're so happy you were here uh, yeah we'll see you guys soon thanks for watching bye 
Thank you for listening to the In Vibe Life podcast. For more information and to join our community, be sure and check out our website at www.invibelife.com. We look forward to sharing with you.